solo this week uh cody you know he said he had some internet issues i don't know if i believe that or not sorry it took me a little longer than usual for us to go live because i had to prepare for an entire show so anyways uh today we're going to be talking about the week 11 top waiver wire ads but if you're new here please hit that like and subscribe button really helps us out so let's just jump right into it so today we're going to be talking about the waiver wires let's jump right into it let's talk about the quarterbacks so First of all, this week was absolutely brutal. Um, it was a disgusting week. A lot of uh, poor performances across the board. But you know, right now we're going to be looking at the quarterbacks. So, starting off, Jameis Winston. Uh, it is twenty twenty, and apparently uh, we're we're going to get some Jameis Winston in our lives. So today, Drew Brees uh, at the end of the second or end of the first half got hurt. Uh, has a rib injury right now. We're waiting to see the severity of that rib injury. He's scheduled for an MRI um, tomorrow, so we'll see if that is and if and if. Drew Brees is out this week. Well, you know, Jameis Winston, uh, you know, uh, we know how good of fantasy goodness he can bring. And they get the Atlanta Falcons this week. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons are ranked 27th in past DVOA. So this is a defense we definitely want to target. So, I mean, Jameis Winston didn't look great in his first attempt or, or in his in the second half. He finished 6 of 10 for 63 yards. They pretty much had the game intact. They didn't really have to do a whole lot, right? If Jameis Winston ends up being the starter, I absolutely love him this week as, as a play because I think this is a great matchup for him. You know, they still have all the weapons there. Um, in New Orleans. So we'll have to see how this shakes out. But as of right now, I mean, it's Jameis Winston week. I mean, let's go. So we'll see what happens here. But if he is, I think he should be rostered in every league. Um, I think he is a terrific um, waiver wire ad. And if you're looking for quarterback, I think this is a great spot to start. So moving past him, I think there's some other options here. I think Matthew Stafford, uh, they get the Carolina Panthers this week. The Panthers can definitely be thrown upon and run upon. They, they currently rank 21st in past DVOA, 24th in the run. Um, he finished today with uh, 24 of 33 for 276 yards and three touchdowns. Also, Kenny Galladay could be back this week. We'll have to see on that. As long as he returns, I think he's a great start uh, going against Carolina. I like Stafford as well. He's, he's rostered in about 60% of leagues. So if he's out there, I think he's somebody that we should definitely be looking at uh philip rivers quietly philip rivers has put up some decent performances over the last month or so uh, i don't love it especially you know because considering the guy cannot move around in the pocket however um this past week or this past thursday he did complete 29 of 39 for 308 and a touchdown um has now thrown for 300 yards and three and three three games this year and over his last four starts has 25 22 8 and 16 so you know, I don't love it any more than the rest of you, but you know, starting Philip Rivers against Green Bay, I think it's a good matchup for him. We'll have to see what's going on with Jair Alexander as well for Green Bay, but this game has some shootout potential. Uh, so if Philip Rivers is sitting out there and you're needing a quarterback this week, I don't hate it. Uh, the next one, you know, the other the other options, Baker Mayfield against Philly. I, I don't know what to expect about that. I think it's a decent matchup, but it's not, you know, we know that Cleveland wants to run the football. You know, I, I don't I don't think this is a great 
spot for him. But you know, if you're if you're in a pinch and you know it's a deeper league, 14, 16 team league, if Baker Mayfield sitting out there, he's worth a look. Uh, Derek Carr goes against Kansas City. I kind of went back and forth on this one, have him a little bit higher because Derek Carr actually has played pretty well. But the last three weeks, he really hasn't done a whole lot because they really haven't had to. We had the the win game against the Browns. Now today against Denver, they they really just kind of went out there and uh, pretty much took care of business. Now, the, it should be noted that Derek Carr's best game of the season came against Kansas City. He threw, I think he had 24 fantasy points and four-point touchdown leagues. So, you know, this is a, is a home matchup against Kansas City. They're going to have to throw the ball. Obviously, Kansas City is going to be looking for a little bit of redemption here after they got, you know, they got beat pretty handily against the Raiders in their first matchup. So, Derek Carr, I think somebody is a little bit sneaky. I, as of right now, I probably view him as a QB2, but, you know, could end up being like a QB1 because right now the Chiefs rank eight or sixth in pass DVOA, but they're 30th in run DVOA. However, we know that they're going to have to throw the ball against Kansas City to keep up. So I do think Derek Carr makes a little bit of sense. And the last one is Andy Dalton. Minnesota has been terrible against the pass. He should be back this week. He's expected to return terrible before. But, you know, if they can kind of get things back on track with this offense, they still have CeeDee Lamb, Michael Gallup. They have all the weapons there. So we'll see on that. So that, that pretty much wraps up the quarterbacks. Uh, let's just jump right over to the running backs. There's not a lot of great options this week, in my opinion. So you look at basically Naheem Hines, I think, is the most attractive option. You know, he went out and had that monster game uh, this past Thursday. Basically carried the ball 12 times for 70 yards. Also had five of six targets, uh, 45 yards and two touchdowns. He's now scored at least two touchdowns in three games this season. And I think he remains a strong RB3 in PPR formats. I mean, he continues to look like the best running back that the, the Colts have right now. You know, in, in PPR formats, if you're hurting our running back, I think that Naheem Hines makes some sense. He's still widely available in many leagues. So um, I think if Naheem Hines is out there in PPR, I would definitely look to add him. Wayne Gallman, I'm surprised he's still as widely available as he is, to be honest with you. he As of right now, he currently sits at four straight weeks of of double-digit fantasy points, but he's only rostered in 28% of leagues. I don't really understand the disconnect. I get some of the matches have been terrible, but he continues to to rack up points. So, I mean, at this point, I I think he he makes for a pretty solid option, and I think he's somebody that people should be looking at. So, you know, he is on bye this week, so I understand that. But even even when Devonta Freeman comes back, I think Wayne Gallman has locked up this job. And because, I mean, it's not like Devonta Freeman really did anything Whatever he was, whatever he was active before he got hurt. So I, I do think Wayne Gallman actually looks like the best running back in this backfield right now. So should be mentioned as well. Whenever they come back, they do get Cincinnati, which ranked 25th in rush DVOA. So uh, certainly a great matchup for Wayne Gallman when he comes back. Obviously, they're on by. You're gonna have to hold him, but I do think he makes some sense as a, as a roster ad. Salvan Ahmed today uh, came out and you know looked good again for two weeks in a row. Uh, he's only rostered in five percent of leagues. 21 carries, 85 yards, only had one reception for five yards and a touchdown. For me, this is kind of a one-week add if you're going to add them because um, sounds like Miles Gaskin should be back week 12 and Matt Burita returns, should return, who returned to practice this week, should return next week. So I do think um, he makes a little bit of sense for kind of a one-week add. I wouldn't go out and waste a lot of fab budget or uh, spend a lot of waiver on him so or a high waiver or anything like that. I think he's more of just a one-week play this upcoming week. The next one is Kalen Balaj. I cannot believe we're in 2020, and here we are talking about Kalen Balaj. But here we are. Uh, this He had 23 touches today, 18 carries for 58 yards, also had five of six, caught five of six targets for 34 yards. I think he's an RB3 against this Jets team, but the Jets have, been a, have a top 12 run defense right now, so I don't think it's a great matchup. But I think that he is a functional RB2. Let's see what happens with Justin Jackson. And, you know, it really, uh, Joshua Kelly is, is pretty much dust at this point. Austin Eckler is probably still two weeks out 
uh, as in terms of of returning to this offense. You know, I think you could add Caleb Balaj for looking for you know some depth or an RB three spot. Um, the rest of the guys I have on here, P Ryan, they came out and said that he was going to be the starter moving forward. Shocker, but. Again, it's t- it's tough to trust any any Jets running back at this point. And then I put Cam Akers on here. He actually led the backfield in touches today. Had carried the ball ten times. However, Daryl Henderson and Malcolm Brown each also received eight eight touches apiece. There's no way you can start him, but I think he's worth a, a stash in the event that something happens to Daryl Henderson or Malcolm Brown. The other options on here I put on here are kind of secondary guys. Devonta Booker two weeks in a row has looked pretty good. And you know we talked about it on the morning show this morning that. You know, he makes a little bit of sense and somebody that you should be rostering, kind of holding. So so we'll see here with Devontae Booker. Yeah, I think he's somebody that you should definitely be looking at. And then you have Latavius Murray. Again, something happens to uh, Alvin Kamara. I mean, he's in a smash spot. Tony Pollard, Alexander Madison, all the rest of these guys are kind of just uh, kind of hold guys that maybe I want to roster just in case an injury happens. So um Anyways, uh, that's kind of where we have the the running back position this week. Jump over to the wide receiver position. All right. So as far as the wide receivers go, it's pretty much kind of the same old, same old, right? There's really no new to add here. Uh, Jacoby Myers is continuing to play well tonight. They are playing right now. Um, As I was, uh, as we're recording, he had he may have a little bit more now, but regardless, uh, three receptions, forty nine yards, and a passing touchdown. He is clearly Cam Newton's favorite target right now in the in the passing attack. So um, he continues to uh, see the majority of the targets. He has double digit fantasy points in three straight weeks. And like I said, he's a clear target for Cam Newton. Uh, he gets they get Houston next week, which is a great matchup. Um, it's in Houston, so we don't have to worry anything about weather. Um, the, the Texans have allowed the seventh most fantasy points. So Kobe Myers, if he's out there, he's definitely somebody that I would be looking to add. You know, he he has really kind of uh, taken the next step here. It looks like Nikhil Harry's dust. Um, you know, and some of these other guys they have here, this is really not a big concern. Michael Pittman, you know, stepped up this week, seven receptions, eight targets, 101 yards. He really has emerged over the last couple of weeks. The Rivers go-to target has 15 targets, 11 receptions, 150 yards over those last two games. Um, this game, this week, they get they get Green Bay. Uh, we'll have to see on Jair Alexander. I don't think that he, this is like a shadow situation where he's going to exclusively see Jair Alexander if he returns this week. So I'm not really that concerned. I, I don't think they're going to, like I said, I don't think it's going to be a shadow. So I think they can move him around and, and get him some option uh, opportunity here. I think this game has some sneaky shootout potential. And so I do like Michael Pittman as kind of a wide receiver for Darnell Mooney, you know, has not played this week, but you know, he continues to flash. And I think that he is that clear cut wide receiver two on the bears. Now, you know, having anybody on the Bears not named Allen Robinson is tough to trust. We'll see tomorrow because I think we're going to have to throw the ball a little bit more. You know, as we know that D- David Montgomery is out, they're basically going to be leaning on Cordell Patterson, and they did ele- elevate Lamar Miller. Not that I'm really all that excited about a 30-year-old Lamar Miller, but we'll see on that one. Darius Slayton, I was surprised to see he is uh, only rostered in 60% of leagues. And now, again, they are on bye this week, but, man, their schedule is fantastic. Um, coming off their bye. They get Cincinnati, Seattle, Arizona, Cleveland after their bye. So, I mean, this is multiple passing opportunities here. So I, if Darius Slayton is sitting out there and somebody had dropped him because they kind of struggled a little bit, give me all the Darius Slayton because, you know, we know that he is their their field-stretching wide receiver. He did, you know, leave briefly today with a shoulder injury, but with the bye, I think he'll be fine when they come back. So I like Darius Slayton as kind of that wide receiver three, wide receiver four moving forward. So if he's out there, I definitely think you should um, – uh, somebody you, you could definitely take a look at. The other guy I've got here is Jalen Rager. Now, it was a terrible, 
terrible game for the Eagles today. Uh, got beat by the Giants. Um, you know, but with Jalen Rager, he did lead all Eagles wide receivers, 19% target share. Uh, had four, caught four of seven targets for 47 yards. It was a really brutal, brutal game for the for the Eagles overall. I don't get it. You know, you get they play the Steelers, they play the and they play the Ravens, and are able to and no weapons, mind you. Carson Wentz goes out there and drops 30 burgers, but then when they're playing the Giants, they completely shit their pants. So, but I will say, over the next six weeks, this schedule is absolutely a dream. It's Cleveland, Seattle, Green Bay. New Orleans, Arizona, and wrap it up with Dallas in the championship. So I know people are going to want to drop Carson Wentz because of how frustrating he's been, but this schedule is fantastic. They're going to have to throw the ball. These are great passing matchups. And so, you know, Jalen Rager, Carson Wentz, I think are all decent options moving forward. Tier two, Keelan Cole continues to be on this list because Keelan Cole is just continues to put up big points. Today he had, I think, 27 fantasy points, caught five of seven targets for 47 yards, a touchdown, and also had a return touchdown today. So if you're in a, if you're if your league can't return touchdowns, uh, Keelan Cole had a really big game. Uh, Cole Beasley, um, he's also on here. He hauled in 11 of 13 targets, 109 yards, and a touchdown. So I think he, both of those guys, I think in PPR formats, are decent options. Josh Reynolds, KJ Hamler, Henry Ruggs, Cam Sims are all just kind of, um, I think, worth a look. Josh Reynolds has gotten more involved in the last couple of weeks. So I think he's interesting. And I think KJ Hamler as well. But um, I think that pretty much does it for the wide receivers. Like I said, it really wasn't a huge week for, for waivers um, and really waiver options. And then let's just jump over to the tight ends really quick. Uh, Austin Hooper, if he's available, I think their their schedule moving forward is fantastic, especially for tight ends. So I really like Austin Hooper if he's out there. I think he was really borderline 60% um, rostered. So if Austin Hooper's out there, I definitely think he's something that you can start kind of on a weekly basis, not just a streaming option, but something you can look to use uh, moving forward. Logan Thomas actually got involved today. I think he had four for 60 for Alex Smith. So I don't mind Logan Thomas. They also get a really good matchup next week. So and, and the weekend after week after that, because week after that is the Thursday night or Thursday against uh, which is Thanksgiving um, ne- then this week, but next where it's also a great matchup. So uh, Jimmy Graham, Robert Tanya and Dalton Schultz. I also put George Kittle on here because there was some um, stuff going around today that George Kittle might not actually be out as long as people think that he's going to. And that he has an opportunity possibly to come back a little bit sooner. So I think it's something to monitor. He's only rostered in 60% of leagues. A lot of people have dropped him. And if he's out there and you have an IR spot, I think he's worth an ad and to throw on your IR if you can do that, because if he comes back, like, I mean, he could be, you know, kind of a league winning upside type ad. So we'll have to see if that comes to fruition on George Kittle. But if it does, I think George Kittle is at least worth a look. Yeah. I think that pretty much wraps up uh, the list for this week yep no other questions so anyways um anyways uh once again i appreciate everybody rocking with us you know it's been it's been a a, um it's been an awesome season so far you know we're almost uh we're almost to the fantasy playoffs uh i'm going to be spending a lot of time over the next day and a half um really kind of prepping the for the checking out what all the fantasy playoff schedules is because i plan on when we do the buy sell show is putting a big emphasis on really focusing on the fantasy playoffs because for most people, the buy or the trade deadline for most people is this week. I think that is something that'll help a lot of people. And it's not just going to be players you can trade for, but also players you should be adding. I think players you should be dropping and, you know, kind of really focusing in on the fantasy playoffs because we're down in that final stretch right now of either, you know, you're on that outside looking in, or maybe you're a team that has less cruising, look like you're going to have a first round buy. So um, I think that's kind of what, what we're going to be doing. Um, anyways, I really appreciate every, everybody. 
be sure to hit that like and subscribe button. I really, really do appreciate it. I can't tell you how much I do appreciate all the support we've gotten this year. And until then, we'll see you guys on Tuesday. Peace. I'm gonna pop some tags. Only got $20 in my pocket. I'm hunting, looking for a come up. This is fucking awesome. Now, walk into the club like, what up? I got a big pack. I'm just pumped. I bought some shit from a thrift Whoa. shop. Ice on the fringe is so damn frosty. The people like, damn, that's a cold ass honky. Rolling in hella deep, headed to the mezzanine. Dressed in all pink, set my gator shoes. Those are green, draped in a leopard mink. Girl standing next to me. Probably should have washed this. Smells like R. Kelly sheets. Piss. But shit, it was 99 cents. I get copping it, washing it. About to go and get some compliments. Passing up on those moccasins. Someone else has been walking in. Bummy and grungy fucking men. I am stunting and flossing and saving my money. And I'm hella happy that's a bargain, bitch. I'ma take your grandpa style. I'ma take your grandpa style. No, for real. Ask your grandpa, can I have his hand me down? The Lord jumpsuit and some house slippers. Dookie Brown leather jacket that I found. Dig it. They had a broken keyboard. I bought a broken keyboard. I bought a ski blanket. Then I bought a kneeboard. Hello, hello, my ace man, my mellow. John I ain't got nothing on my fringe game, hell no I could take some pro wings, make them cool, sell those The sneakerheads would be like, ah, oh, he got the Velcro Whoa. I'm gonna pop some tags, only got $20 in my pocket I'm, I'm, I'm hunting, looking for a come up, this is fucking awesome Ow. I'm gonna pop some tags, only got $20 in my pocket I'm, I'm, I'm hunting, looking for a come up Awesome. What she know about rocking the wolf on your noggin? What she knowin' about wearing a fur fox skin? Whoa. I'm digging, I'm digging, I'm searching right through that luggage. One man's trash, that's another man's come up. Whoa. Thank your granddad for donating that plaid button up shirt. Cause right now I'm up in her stunt. I'm at the goodwill, you can find me in the I'm not, I'm not stuck on searching in the section. Your grandma, your auntie, your mama, your mammy. I'll take those flannel zebra jammies secondhand. I rock that motherfucker. The built-in onesie with the socks on that motherfucker. I hit the party and they stop in that motherfucker. They be like, oh, that Gucci, that's hella tight. I'm like, yo, that's $50 for a t-shirt. Limited edition, let's do some simple edition. $50 for a t-shirt, that's just some ignorant bitch. I call that getting swindled and pimped. I call that getting tricked by business. That shirt's hella dope. And having the same one as six other people in this club is a hella don't eat gang. Come take a look through my telescope. Tryna get girls from a brand, man, you hella won't. Man, you hella won't.